Jimmy Deans. Should we just end this now? Drop this bin and say Jimmy Deans. The plot twist is Jimmy Deans wants out of this corporate sponsorship deal. These things can be sponsored? That's me. You ruined it. Now I'm lost. Um, says in the yearbook. And, no, no. The name of the podcast. You're actually listening to the yearbook. And the full name is says. That's what it says in the yearbook. And then to contact us is says in the yearbook at hotmail.com. You ruined it again. So, how about that mayor of Easttown, I guess, on HBO? Yeah, Easttown is the name of the town of the show. Are the writers trying? Who knows? Mayor of Easttown continues to be reliably imperfect. There's other things on. Why do we keep talking about this? Because it's weird. It's not bad. It's good. But it's, it's not great because from episode to episode, and this is the weird part, things just keep being out of place. So while the story's decent, and don't get us wrong, almost all the actors are great. Out of place things like a bad edit, flat dialogue, bad music, or a bad shot just keep happening around the actors and to them. But we're still watching it. Anything else? Look, I like the NHL playoffs as much as the next guy. Is what you'd hear if you have a friend who doesn't like hockey. That's not us. The NHL playoffs, unfortunately, may be the worst argument ever for a salary cap because often almost anybody can beat almost anybody, but the NHL still needs to keep its salary cap end of story. The NHL playoffs just started, and already it has a couple of victims. The Oilers are back, and they're gone. And the Capitals are eliminated, too. The Oilers and Capitals, two good teams, combined to win one playoff game this year. Also, the Islanders eliminated the Penguins, continuing the interesting career of Islanders general manager Lou Lamorello. You may recall Lamorello as a personnel genius who in the 90s, he started there in the late 80s, but in the 90s, he turned the previously historically horrendous New Jersey Devils into an annual Stanley Cup contender. He drafted goalie Martin Brodeur and defenseman Scott Niedermeyer. He acquired defenseman Scott Stevens, and he had hot and cold running prospects gushing out of their minor league affiliate Albany River Rats. By 2003, New Jersey had won three Stanley Cups. But shortly after that, things got interesting. Interesting bad. In the mid-2000s, the NHL institutes a salary cap. Finally, and at least tried to get away from defenses literally grabbing, pulling, and slowing offenses. New Jersey never did seem to adjust to either new thing, the salary cap or the offensive style. And even earlier than all that, the Devils minor leagues seemed to dry up. They always had one of the most highly regarded farm systems in the league, if not the most highly regarded farm system in the league. But by the early 2000s, they were not highly regarded at all. And at that point, the team was annually low on hot new prospects. So eventually, meaning 2015, and what seemed like odd timing, Lamorello was hired away from the Devils by the really long-suffering Maple Leafs. The Leafs did improve and made the playoffs in Lamorello's last two seasons, but they never got past the first round. The point is, if you last watched hockey in the 1990s, Lou Lamorello is that genius. So then you leave the planet, and then you come back to the planet 20 years later, 
Would that be 20 years or was it 30? By, say, like 2015, 16, and you hear Lou Lamorello's name, and you're like, wow, he's that genius. And your friends who actually like hockey are like, what? He hasn't been able to draft, develop, or win for a long time. The game totally passed that guy by, dude. And you're like, what? And then on May 22nd of 2018, Lamorello has a new job. He's given control of the Islanders. And last season, Lamorello's Islanders went all the way to the semifinals. And they were the toughest out for Tampa Bay. They were the toughest of anyone on the eventual champion Lightning in last year's playoffs. Lou Lamorello's back. But it looks like Lamorello is again going to run into issues with the salary cap in the offseason. And seriously, with the Islanders a mirage or what? Now, New York is at least into the second round again. Lou Lamorello is still back. Is he again a personnel genius? And if so, how did he get it back? The NBA recently had a perfect game between the Lakers and Warriors in the play-in tournament that would have been even more perfect for the NBA had it happened in the finals. But Lakers-Warriors can't happen in the finals. They're in the same conference. But it could have re-happened in maybe the semifinals, however that would have worked out, which would have been less perfect for the NBA, but still really good. But the play-in giveth, the play-in taketh away, which is what it's supposed to do. That's why it exists. If you follow the NBA, you already know this. This happened a week ago, so skip this part and come back, even though this is the last part. Oops, we gave too much away. Otherwise, the Lakers beat the Warriors to qualify for the seventh playoff spot in the Western Conference. They did that uh, by winning in the play-in round. Now, by losing their play-in to the Lakers by only three, the Warriors were demoted, College World Series style, to the consolation round. No problem. If Golden State beats Memphis, Golden State is still in the playoffs as the number eight seed and could work their way back to a full seven-game series with the Lakers somewhere in the playoffs, wherever that would have worked out. But the NBA's play-in tournament giveth the Lakers-Warriors classic. The NBA's play-in tournament taketh away a TV and internet-friendly Lakers-Warriors series. In the 2021 play-in tournament's only upset... The Grizzlies beat the Warriors in a great game in overtime, and Memphis took the last playoff spot. If the NBA's play-in deal is going to work out long-term, it probably needs to produce some upsets, and it produced one all right. The only one the NBA likely didn't want. Memphis now tries to pull the old March Madness, where despite playing extra games, the Grizzlies somehow improbably excel and keep advancing. This comes from March Madness, the NCAA men's basketball tournament. VCU and UCLA have already both gone all the way to the Final Four, improbably in years, where they were forced to play one more game than everyone else. And indeed, the Grizzlies, who were forced to play two more games than everyone else, went out and upset the Jazz in Game 1 of their first round series. That series is now tied at one because podcasts aren't timely. Are they? (laughs) 